Rip City, Rip, Rip, Rip City. Yo, how many mics do we rip on the daily? Some say many, some say many, many, many. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to the Rip City Basement, bridging the gap between hip-hop fanatics demand to hear technique and Portland's electronic obsession. My name is Bren Boy. Go check out my new song, Blueberry Pancakes. It's streaming everywhere like air. Speaking of which, I got the producer, engineer for the song Blueberry Pancakes sitting right here. Welcome to the show, producer, musician, one of my good friends, Sean Baraman. What's cool. up, Bren? Thanks hey. for having me, brother. Thank you, man. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, bro. Uh, I'm jacked about the Blueberry Pancake song. It just came out a couple yes. weeks ago, and the response on it is killer, man. People say it's like the best song that I've released. Which is interesting to me, because you asked some good stuff. I Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know me. I'm always just kind of humbly like, you know, I told you that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun, man. Just the whole process of getting in the studio with you and linking up on the tracks. And when we first made it, it was like, it was like straight hip hop, you know. And then all of a sudden, I come back for session number three, <laughs> session number <laughs> session number three, right? And you got a whole new song with guitars and pianos going. That was just really fun. What was like? What was your thought process of even putting those instruments in the track? Well, like as you're talking, all of a sudden I'm just seeing like, you know, you know, when you go to put a, like an emoji and you just see like the two eyes just kind of go like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I, that's how I think about it. Especially <laughs> when you walk through the door and I think we've talked about this, like, um, man, uh, you know, I think my thought process, I'm probably going to repeat myself. You probably heard some of this before, but, um, you know, brand comes in. And we're just like going to collab on this thing. Keep it easy. Keep it light, right? And um, kind of two people coming from two different worlds, you know, coming together and and knowing that we're going to make something cool, right? So um, so when Brent comes in and he's like, "Cool, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna write some lyrics to this thing," and and I had this beat just kind of mustered up, nothing complicated, and he comes in and um, just like sends it. And I'm just like, oh, so, you know, <clears throat> to, to answer your question, coming behind that was to really draw out what exactly he just did. So how do I get in the head of this guy and kind of figure out how to um, illustrate that through through music, mm -hmm. you know, not really thinking about a template or any sort of current, uh, you know, blueprint, I guess, if you will, production wise. You yeah, know this what I mean? was straight. From Brand's head, from the from the heads, man. Yeah, from, yeah. From, from two professional, really artsy people. That was the thing about the about the track is people keep saying it's it, it's an art. You know this this is an art piece, and that's how I feel about it too. Right. Is like you know this song is a masterpiece of art. It's like a painting that you know just some badass shit that we did. Man, I think it has a lot to do with this brand. Is that we didn't really there was no like intention of anything. You know, it was just mm -hmm. like two people just chilling and again like getting to know each other. You know, and through the process and it's um it that it, it's kind of magical for that. And I, I do agree, it's art because it um because it kind of stands in its own lane. You know, yeah, it's a mesh of something but what exactly is it you yeah know? <laughs> right. man i keep telling people it's like a mix like jay-z 2001 right. meets blink 182 yeah you man. know because to me that's that's what it sounds like you know the the guitar solo at the end is is crazy um what got you have you always been into guitar was that like the first instrument you picked up or did that come later no actually i'm a drummer man i started off playing drums and it's funny because like um 
you know, I don't really approach probably a lot of things um, very, um, well, let's put it this way. Like a lot of people, if they're going to play something, they're going to, they're going to play it. But I, I approach a lot of things very percussively. Mm. So, so I, I, which I really dig a lot of drummers that do create music because I understand their language. Uh-huh. And you'll, you always hear kind of drummers when they play, they, they approach it. Um, again, it has a little more of a staccato or there's a, there's a backbeat kind of in there, mm-hmm. but, um, it may be a melodic instrument, but you're playing it. Yeah, and in your head you hear rhythms with this right, story. and 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 as a vocalist, I, I the only way I could get the instrument to talk talk back was okay. I had the rhythm part down. I know I can get that part out, um, but but the voice is what I have to get out of the instrument. So um, so I, in my opinion, I always heard stuff a little more dumbed down. I go here, I'd go play up against the guys that can really throw it down, right? And I'm just like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do, <laughs> but. That's not gonna limit me. I'm gonna still make music. So, so to answer your question, you know, I, I I've kind of like I've stumbled into all instruments that way. Gotcha. Yeah. So you started with the drums. Was this uh, was this banging on pots and pans? Yeah, man. Is, Straight up. Mom walks in. Is like, what are you doing? And you're uh, like drumming. <laughs> I can take you down the story. I was like five years old, and it was a funny day actually because my dad worked on these car lots, and I was just uh, rhythm. Man. I was drawn to rhythm all my life as far as I can remember. And I was in the back behind all the cars, like in this area where they had these trash cans and I'd flip this trash can over and I was getting it. And I remember this day specifically because I was like, ooh, I think I'm gonna be a drummer. And then not too long after that, I remember trekking over to this like uh, goalie thing and I ended up falling like 12 feet down into this goalie like, like a bad dream. Damn. Like I got I got pretty messed up, and that happened all within like ten minutes. It's kind of wow. yeah. It's like, which was a perfect drummer thing because you know you you kind of have a lot of energy as drummers and that you have to do something with. But mm. the craziest thing when I fell is I was holding on to this like twig, like almost almost like in a cartoon. You know how they say and don't look down. Mm-hmm. I looked down, man, and that's when I actually let go and oh fell. I know it's a horrible memory, but I do remember the drum thing before that, and that was my <laughs> first. That was it's a true story. I'm surprised that you liked drums after that. <laughs> I, I would imagine like something like that happens. You're like, man, fuck this drum. Man. I'm never doing this again. Every this time really I bang happened, on, man. I bang on the drums, I fall down. Like it was Texas, know. yeah, man. And then my dad was actually. We lived in Vegas. We we lived a lot of places as a kid. And he had um, he had this band that was like a show band or something I don't know, but it was late at night and and I remember playing their drum set because he had them rehearsing at our home, so that was like my first kind of like I got to get behind a real drum set and I was like, ooh, this is this. I was really enamored by drums. Oh wow, still am. Yeah. So you grew up in a household that music was constantly around, constantly right. playing. Yeah. And at the pro level, your dad was trying to do it. He was gigging a lot at the time. My dad was a car salesman. He's like a hustler. He never played. Okay. He was like, I'm going to be your manager. He wanted <laughs> to be in it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was just on the sidelines listening to Pops like do his thing. Uh-huh. Right. And so, but at the same time, he loved music. Mm. So I was, I was getting um, kind of his passion out of it, but I was actually the one that was learning how to play something. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like my, my music taste is just always... I've always evolved with the music, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, I'm always chasing that sound. I become that in a way, maybe not anymore, but. I was going to say, it probably has changed so many times now that you can't, you don't even have like a common denominator. It's just kind of like 
like you just start from scratch like 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 our song blueberry pancakes yeah man and when you have like a lot of respect for a lot of different genres and because you understand uh kind of the breakdown and what makes those genres like i have mad respect for a lot of musicians and they especially the ones just put the work and the time and the 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 journey and evolving it right so i think when i was younger i would it would have to be this because i would be like oh that's cool you Uh know whereas now i'm like nah man bring bring me bring me a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. i can i can really respect all music so with that, when you're creating, you know, for instance, like Blueberry, it, it brought it brings me a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. I'm like strumming guitar. I'm like, oh, this sounds rad, you know? And I'm like, I think he'll approve. Like, I, uh-huh. I remember you saying, like, you, you dug Blink-182. I'm like, cool, man. Like, I think I got a hall pass on this. Like, <laughs> it's totally different than what you we had, but, yeah. you know. So when you're playing the guitar, do you ever just get totally lost in what you're doing? Like you forgot that you were making a song for Bren Boy and you're just in your own world. Does, th- does things like that ever happen? Like where you just get lost in the music or, or, or are you usually pretty like, you, you know, if it's project based, you, you know where you're going with the song. All right. That's a funny question. I jam, man. Cause I look at it like this. If, if you're just making parts to be something uh-huh. like they're going to be kind of sterile. So I, I rock the song first. I'm like, oh, we're, you know, we're, I'm off the clock. So I'm going to rock out. And I'm going to tell you something about that. I had guitar all the way through the song, really? but I chopped it out. Yeah, man. Whoa. So you had a whole, you did the whole. It had a whole uh, thing going, okay. but, but yeah, I never told you that, but that was me jamming. Mm. And so I was like, at some point you got to like, you got to throw all your, man, it's, it's kind of like. It's like getting the energy in the studio, you know, like when you're doing, when you're uh, rapping, for instance, you like, you got to get the party going, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same sort of thing when you're layering and you're producing, like, I want to get, I want to get the energy up. Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm getting, even if it's, I'm just there by myself and I'm getting the energy up, like, oh, this is cool. Like it's going to translate, you know? And that's another kind of cool thing about putting a live instrument over like a, a sequence track, let's mm-hmm. say, because, you know, you you can mess with velocities and kind of get a beat sample going, but a human element is going to bring a different energy. Mm. So playing a human element on a track is going to add that human feel. Right. So you got to get it, get that up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. So I think people really feel it too in the music. Like yeah, there's man. difference, you know, I guess I, I saw like a diagram of, uh, of digit strictly digital versus analog. And the difference was like, Digital, yeah. digital, and this then analog is, was that's life, man. <laughs> this is life. This is real life right here, Bren. That's why. That's why analog is. You know, it's kind of like this word that is. I don't know. Sometimes I think it's it's misconceived, but as you, you're a real spiritual cat, right? So as you start to, as you start to tap into frequency and how the motion of frequency, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we aren't this, man. Right by nature. You know, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 So can you hear it yourself? Like when you hear a total in the box song versus something that, you know, was made like just listening because you've, you've had your hands on a lot of different mixes, a mm-hmm. lot of different styles. Right. Can just by hearing it, can you, can you tell like with your eyes closed, like this one's this and this one's that? Yep. Really? Yeah, I can. And it's funny is uh, you know, young guru, right? Yeah. Okay, so I was at this, uh, I was at NOM 
couple of years ago. And Vietnam? he would, uh, no, Nam uh, down in uh, uh, like uh, Anaheim. Okay. Usually when people say, <laughs> I was in like Nam, Nam, you know, <laughs> they're usually a lot older. <laughs> right. And they don't have a smile on their face when they're telling the story. <laughs> so, so Nam, right. <laughs> so Nam is just a convention and, you know, all the like latest gear, but there's a lot of okay. cool like artistry stuff still happening. But they were down there. He had a seminar and he was talking about, in the box versus analog mm. and he gets it man and i mean obviously the dude's touched you know he 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 i think he got some of his biggest credits off like outcast stuff mm. some of the early outcasts i mean he's just taken off and done a lot of stuff but um but you if you once you identify it you you know what it is and um it's very different than digital you know but it's human it comes back to the human part and the thing that that you have to understand is like you like you have a lot of uh, things being made digitally, but then the guys, the analog guys touch them mm. and they bring those things to life. Got and you. so that's happening more of a hybrid anymore. It's just a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like that too. Cause like there is a lot of benefits of working digitally. There's the workflows quicker. A lot of the times, you know, you don't yeah. have to track everything out. You can test things, you know, especially with, uh, with DAWs like, uh, like Ableton, you know, they have different scenes. You can, load up these scenes and arrange them. And if you don't like it, try it out another way, you know? So um, I definitely dig it. But when I was growing up, like, and I was thinking about, like when I'm listening to rap songs and I'm like, how did they make this beat? How was this even, the only thing that made sense in my head was linear tracking. Like, oh, they must've had one instrument going and then they play it back and then play something on top. Yeah. And then they play it back, you know? Um, and I still, I still kind of approach it like that in my in my head. Right. Same, same, especially with lyrics. You know, I'm just like, let me just spit my spit my shit, do my doubles. You know, do my uh, yeah, man. I saw you do it. My ad libs, yeah. That's yeah, how I like you had a kind of a you you definitely had like an analog approach to it. You know what I mean? Which again makes it human. Like hmm. in my honest opinion, anyway, it makes it makes it a moment rather than a fabricated. I agree. Thing. And and then the 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 audio equipment, the studio is just capturing that moment. Right. It's just capturing a really good take. Like some of the best hip hop was made that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Exactly. They say uh they like uh like Lauren Hill's song. Mm. Uh the, the it's actually a Fuji song, but Lauren Hill's on it, uh Killing Killing Me Softly. Oh right. I just heard that the other day. You know, she was like arguing with uh with Wyclef at the time, mm -hmm. they had like a disagreement or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she just was going through a lot, you know, she's a young woman going through what she was going through. And, uh, and she came in the studio just crying and just like trying to suck it up, you know? Right. But she was just trying to shake her emotion so that she can record. And she just came in there to do scratch vocals, mm. but she did it. And then she came back an another day and she was refreshed. And tried recording it, and it wasn't, wasn't good. Working. It just yeah. wasn't working. Yeah, they were. Everyone was looking at it and scratching their heads, like, "Well, huh? These scratch vocals over here were perfect. We can't, you know." And they say it's like trying to catch lightning in a bottle right, twice. Man. You know, you do it once, and you're like, "This was great. Don't touch it." Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then you're trying to recreate it. So, sometimes it's just the moment, the energy, how much coffee you drank that day, <laughs> you know, or what's on your mind. Yeah, yeah. What's going on in your life? And I don't, you know, shake my tail at any of those factors because 
one of those little factors might be why that song was that dope. Right. And you never know which one it is. Right. You know? We want to uh, feel that connection, you know what I mean? And a lot of times it's, it is it is coming through, like you said, those little things. Things like you, we've even had that talk, like um, things that you would have never thought of would connect with like your fans. Right. Connected, you right. know, oddly. But it was, it's usually what they say is it's the, the thing that we are kind of most embarrassed about or whatever about it, like insecure about mm. is usually the one thing that people actually adapt to. Or find, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true, um, especially in music. Yeah, I just had someone, a good buddy of mine, Vlad. He just explained to me what what this term "purple cow" is. You know, if you're driving, you're driving down the road, and and you st- you see out of the corner of your eye, there's a purple cow. You're bound to say, "Whoa, hold on, you see that cow? It was purple." <laughs> you know, and then so it's like there was something about that cow that made you remember it. And and with music, it's like. It's like, oh, my purple cow is my music. It's good. It's really good. Right. It's like, well, yeah, but what's going to, if so, a car's just driving by, they don't hear your music. Right. They need right. to just be like, whoa. And then once they go investigate you and open up your music, then it's like, oh, I see, you know, mm-hmm. I see the depths of what makes this so cool. I know you were performing on stage a lot. Mm-hmm. Was there something within your character and your persona? And and your stage presence that that was like a purple cow for you. Did someone ever? Did people ever tell you like, you know what your thing is? Is blah blah blah. Yeah, man. So like a lot of the stuff I wrote wrote was melodically kind of upbeat, but a lot of the things that a lot of lyrically, it, I always felt like a lot of stuff I wrote was kind of dark, not really sinister, but just deep emotionally kind of kind of a come from this maybe more of a hurtful place mm. maybe you know there's a lot of you know hope and stuff like releasing that as an artist um <clears throat> visually i brought i brought a lot of a dance i brought a dance beat to the room and that was my thing is like you know um i love to capture uh the audience i love to to really engage with my audience and um, and I'm very human with that. I'm not afraid, right? Um, I wore like makeup on my face, which was probably my purple cow. You know what I mean? But I, it, it's weird. I never really, it kind of just, it was something that I had to do. I mm-hmm. felt in a way it was one of those things that I think that it was more like, it made me feel like I was a, a hidden, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Hid- you hidden? Well, like, um, I think that, you know, like a lot of, I think it's easy to be a little vulnerable to your art, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes, you know, like I know personally, I wasn't ready to feel that way all the time. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So having six other people on the stage with me, you know, being my friends is the way I saw it, uh-huh. like a party, you know? Yeah. It's like the family. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to be exposed. And then you can talk about all your your hurt and your tunes that sound bright and dancey. And then you can even, you know, kind of mask yourself and you can kind of tuck it in. You know, it's probably why I'm a little bit more like that, even as a person still. I think there's always like, um, you know, you're always kind of like tucked in a little bit in your place, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So um, so I think that there was a little bit of a mystery, even to my own self, the way I viewed my art or just the way I saw like, wow, man, like your 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 sound is so like polished and happy and kind of bright mm-hmm. to a degree. Some of it was a little ripping, you know? But at the same time, I felt like, um, yeah, it was just it kind of it kind of had this like tension in it, 
that, that just was like, what the fuck is this, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Wow. Like, but it, but it was interesting, I suppose. Gotcha. I mean, we did, you know, all right, you know? So. Do people, do people still hear that in your production? I think I hear, so, I hear man. I do, <laughs> man. Like, I can't deny it. Like, yeah, I think there's there's a little bit of um, kind of a punk factor to it, I guess you could say. Mm. And when I say punk, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like not caring a little bit. You know what I mean? Punk like, rock. yeah, man. Like, even when I did my, like, breakthrough album, um, it, was, it was done, I did it on, like, old digital recorders. Like, I didn't record on computers. Like, I did stuff very different. You mm. know what I mean? I used... You just dated 16-bit sequencers and just all kinds of shit. And and I got there's people that would like be like, well, technically the song doesn't have, you know, the bridge and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know, bro. I just like jammed, man. I don't know what to say. Like it rocked. It, I, I dug it. You know what I mean? So I, it was a little bit of that, like a little bit of a stubborn kind of person and and old Sean, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> that's awesome. Which is cool and sometimes it doesn't work too you know like if it, 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 i don't know if it's the world we live in anymore um but it it, it gets me off that's what's up yeah man, man. i can tell you you're, <laughs> you're just a, gen, a generally happy person <laughs> yeah bro and every time we talk about music man there's always so much depth to it it's not it's never surface level uh, with us, i know, you know? I, I wish I, I wish i could give i'm sorry man i know you when you ask me it's kind of like sean man spit it out bro <laughs> <laughs> no man that that's what we're here for right, you know i want right. to i want to get the whole story i want to yeah, get man. i want to get some exclusive stuff stuff that that nobody uh, has heard before, you know, something, uh, I'll sometimes get rappers on here to freestyle or do something that's just unrecorded. Do you, do you have any melodies or tunes that you've made on the guitar that you've just never recorded, but you really like playing? Uh, yeah, man. But I, I was going to say, you made me think of this, uh, should you want me? Yeah, pick it up, uh, man. You made me think it's ready or not. Here I come. Right you on. Can't hide. <laughs> I'm going to find you. Can I make you want me? Isn't that the Fuji's tune? Yeah. That's the one I was hearing the other day. But uh, uh, this one's a, this is a little rackety. Oh, wait, wait, here, wait. I got something for you, Brent. All right. Oh, I know what this is. just wanna show who you are you should let me love you let me be the one to give you everything you want and need baby good love and protection make me your selection show you the way love's supposed to be <laughs> you should let me love you Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, we yeah. got to record that sometime. I'm lame right now, man. Like, my, <laughs> I have been so like just, just two, two in everyone else's music, man. It's, it's almost just like I look at mine and I was sitting over there in the corner. I'm like, man, huh. okay. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But it's cool. Like that's, I'll tell you, Brent, like that, that was a lot of why I put a lot of energy into like the Portland scene, for instance, just being involved because I love to give service. Like I love, like I love hanging out with other musicians. They're my family. They're my people. Yeah. You know, I've been doing this. Since, Soul family. Yeah, baby. man. Like, Soul fam. There's, a, there's, you know, musicians, all creatives, like especially in music, they sit in this little corner of the world. And we get each other, Word. good or bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. we just get each other. That's and true, bro. So I've come to that realization, and that's why you know my my whole world's just kind of built around it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have to sell a Grammy. You know what I mean? Right. Wait, sell one? <laughs> win one? Maybe I will sell a Grammy. Maybe I'll get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grammy prices are going up right yeah. now. <laughs> How'd you get your Grammy? Don't ask. But I got one. <laughs> oh shoot! But you know what I'm saying like, um, yeah, man. It's just the. It's a. It's definitely like it's the family, the language of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's the universal language, right? Mm -hmm. You know. You yeah. Can, you can talk like this to anybody you know who's musical. Uh, which is like every human in the world is somewhat musical, right? right? Like even if they don't know it. But the ones that sit in the studio and grind it out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Making it and just putting in the time and, oh man, it's so much mm -hmm. work. And the people that do it know it, you know, they, it's like your peers, you know, and everyone's got kind of a, like a love and respect. And so that whatever's built into that is what I what I really dig about, you know, just being, even being in production and, you know, helping projects and being a part of projects. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. What do you say, what would you say is like the coolest but weirdest thing you've done in a studio session? Like, I know there's been some like crazy mic tricks that you've done oh, right. or some acoustic thing, weird anomaly that you captured and you just rolled with it. But give me something, man. What's like some of the weirdest, coolest shit that you did music-wise? Dang, dang, man. That's that's a that's an interesting question. I mean, definitely like captures, you know, like I I love I love capturing stuff a certain way and um and I don't, I'm not afraid to kind of be dirty about it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So just, yeah, like using different sort of uh, hardwares or like you said, like mics. Um, it, when I, when I've created music for myself, like it's kind of like you, you take on personalities. Like I put personalities into the music. Mm. Like, like I remember when I was trying to get backing vocals done for tracks and I, I couldn't find no one. So I was just like, well, I got to become like I wanted these like gospel singers, right? Uh -huh. So next thing you know, I'm I'm the gospel section. Whoa. So kind of taking on almost like we were talking um, one time about um, method acting, uh -huh. almost becoming like the 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 character, right? right. So and you're kind of by yourself. So you, at the when you get your captures and you're kind of done, you're going like, you're kind of a fucking weird dude, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, damn what did yeah, i just man. do yeah something <laughs> like that but um yeah man there's a, i have a lot of little crazy ideas you know and 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 i don't mind working them out you know mm -hmm. like i i love like taking four tracks four track recorders and just doing like cool stuff with stuff like that like spend a little more time in the productions like mm -hmm. nobody ever knows this stuff most people don't care uh -huh. but it gives you a little color and a, a certain quality on your productions that people hear it and it's again that thing like even like blueberry i did some things on that that like 
most people wouldn't do, you know, just reamping or remiking or re kind of gritting stuff up mm-hmm. just to just to give it a certain signature, you know, that's just different. Yeah. Yeah, man. What would be like one monumental thing that happened in your life or in your music career that kind of like sp- you know, sparked that next level thinking. Cause I know mm. at some point you were his producer and you're making, you're trying to figure it out. And then there's something happened where you're just like, it's just like, you're no longer growing in chunks. You like leaped up, mm. you know, what was yeah. the one thing? I'll be honest with you, man. I, when I met my wife, I, I put music aside and, um, and it, I slipped into like a pretty deep, uh, alcoholism and I didn't understand it, but there what happened was I I had come out of a situation where the girl that I was dating was dying. And I, it was really, I look back at it now and it was, um, I think it really kind of rocked my world. Right. So when, and I was playing a lot and doing a lot of music back then. And so what happened was when I met my, my wife now, um, we started dating and I just was kind of happy to be feeling good vibes. Right. <laughs> Cause it was pretty dark going through what I was going through um, with this person because they were they had a, a lung disease, a cystic fibrosis. Oh, wow. Just really hard to see. She was very young and just just things you couldn't imagine, you know, mm-hmm. uh, people should have to go through. And um, so when, when I kind of came out of that, she had a double lung transplant and kind of moved forward. I came into the situation with my wife. When met, I felt so good. I thought that that was kind of my new direction. So I kind of put music aside, mm. right, for like three years. And on one hand, I have this like incredible, you know, I've fallen in love. Mm. But on the other hand, I was upside down within myself because my one true love was missing and that was music. Mm. So to answer your question, I sobered up, man, and I came back. And when I became sober, my mind expanded in ways that I would have never expected. So it that's where I really grasped this sort of elevatedness. And I'm, to this day, I'm still, you know, you know that. Um, and it's kind of like, it's my safety, man. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's wow. it's just a world that that I never, I, I I just came back and I really respect the music in my life and like the mm. gift it has been to my life. Mm. And I just, I think what made me get a little more saturated in myself, you know, at that time was because I didn't have it with, with me. Mm. And I didn't realize how amazing and, and healing it was to me as a person. Mm. So um, yeah, man, it's kind of like my mistress and and she just has to be there, you know? She has to be. <laughs> yeah, man. So that really, that's the first thing I thought of when you asked that, because it was true, man. Like I, I just had that realization that, bro, no matter what level or how you do this thing, you just have to be close to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it was a gift and, you know, we've, we've talked about this and the ones that do it from the depths of their heart, they do it, they do they do it for real, man. Mm-hmm. And you can't, ha- you can't not be doing it. It's art. Right. You know? And, um, and so I think, you know, I, that brought me to a lot more real realizations with production and just pushing my mind, pushing my creativity, being healthy in that and mm-hmm. like being athletic in my thoughts in a way, you know, to be powerful. And right. And, I like how you think of that. Your yeah. mind isn't, you're an athlete in your yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and I think the coolest thing is like, and that graduates into like the other productions. And I grind it out in the studio. And a lot of people don't see how hard I work on their music. 
I work really hard and, and you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I do know. So it's like, but I have to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to, man, because I, I, uh, I'm grateful for my gift. I'm grateful for that peace of mind. And I'm grateful for the pleasure and the joy of it, you know, mm-hmm. brings me a lot of peace in my life. Yeah. And you remember a time where you didn't have it. Right. So who you don't want to go back to that. Exactly. You know? that's, exactly. That's almost a blessing in disguise. Like yeah, it man. did that, you know, it tugged at your heart like that so much to where it's like, I'll never let that go again. You know, mm. you'll never go down that that path where you don't have your baby by your side. Right, man. It was truly, a real, it was a real realization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's just like, and yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I'm sorry, baby doll. I'm <laughs> never going to leave you again. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to make a song about that, man. Well, there's probably a few of them. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. It's just, it's kind of etched in me, you know? Yeah. But yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. When, when you think about like, uh, Everything in your in your path that's that's gotten you here now. What do you what do you see as far as the future? Do you see it continuing the way it's con- continuing as far as what you're doing and kind of le- leveling up the way you are? Or do you, do you think that it's going to take a turn somewhere, uh, or do you want it to take a turn somewhere? Is there something interesting that you have uh, going on musically that you haven't explored yet? Give me something. No, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, that's, it's like one thing I try not to do is I just try not to think too much about it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like, I just, uh, I think that like Sunset Dig, like building the studio was about just building a, just a fire spot for people to come and be inspired. My family, my people, you yeah. know? And it was, it, it was like me casa, you casa, you know, it's just like, and I am truly that way about it. Like I, I, I'm dead. I'm going to be, you know, in the ground and none of this shit's going to matter. Like, so let's enjoy it. For if sure. I can bring it to the table for us all cool, you know? Um, so I think that, you know, past that, I just was like, I'm going to be chilling in this chair with a beautiful view and I'm just going to be keeping it simple. You know, I want to eat good every day. I want to, you know what I mean? Keep my emotional, mental health solid. And I think that, um, you know, having kind of gone through stages in my past, or I think that everyone does, you know, especially if you're always trying to craft what is going to be, you know, it's like the gold is when you kind of just you are. Mm. And so the the more and more I find myself getting to that place. So if I can stay busy and always have, you know, the music around me and, and things going on, I think I'm gonna be pretty happy, man, you know? And so, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I, I think that kind of answers your question. And you know, I'll tell you what's gonna come. Things will come through that. So, you know what I mean? Just exercising that, mm-hmm. the just keeping it simple. I agree. Yeah. A lot you of know. people, a lot of people think that if I, I, I got to have some sort of uh, progress or growth over here so that I can be happy. You know, I got to, I got to, if I stay with my process and I stay with my growth, I'll be happy. If I just keep doing this, I'll be happy. Really, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's like, you can just be happy and you'll grow. <laughs> you know, you're, you're bound to grow. Like if you're just constantly, like things are going to grow around you if mm. you start with the happiness, right? Mm. So what is the thing that makes you happy? And if it's your music, you start with that and the opportunities start to unfold. At least that's how it was for me. And it's, it's a true story, man. You know, just build the studio first 
watch the next level of yeah, level, you know right yeah and i have a, i have a blast man i mean i had a, i had a blast building it you know i mean mm -hmm. i'm just like for me it's always just everything i do is kind of like a party it's uh -huh. kind of like a good time you know and you know i i work hard to put pieces in place in my life to where i'm not going to fall apart because i've been you know I mean, I was raised poor, you know, I was just didn't, I came from nothing. So everything I have is, is up. But at the same time, I know that, that, um, you have to maintain that, or you have mm -hmm. to at least put the pieces in place. So that's something that, that, you know, I've worked really hard to do that. So I could get to that place of just, got you. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Totally yeah. makes sense. Man. And I maintain it like, and, and I have really strong values about how, how to maintain your surroundings mm. your people your relationships your your uh, resources yes yeah it's a whole plate brand you know? knows man i know you know because yeah. you and i this is where we you know yeah man definitely like respect too you know on that level yeah man yeah. i always enjoy talking with you it's never <laughs> it's never surface level it's always something i always get something out of it that i Likewise, take bro. back or you know a week from now i'll be conversating with someone else and I'll be like, oh yeah, that, that one thing that Sean said, you know? <laughs> so I always look back at, at that kind of stuff. Um, well, I'm excited for our next yeah, project. Man, we're we're going gonna to pump out some cool stuff. We are, we are. Yes, yes. Uh, Brandon and I ain't finished. It's onward and upward. And I don't even know what, I mean, what, what do we do? What do we got cooking? We're going to do some acoustic covers. True. We're going to, where I'm going to sing some love songs this year. Yay. You guys ready for that? Hey. Rapping ass brim boy about to, do re mi fa so la ti. About to sing it from the heart, Anything baby. Anything he wants to do. <laughs> my mama said if I put my mind to it, it can happen. Yeah, so yeah. I'm she was right. Try. I'm going to try. Bro. I'm, I'm, she knows best. That's what I'm working on. I'm working on just getting all this ready for singing. And and I'm, I'm going to come to you with, uh, with everything prepared. And there it is. Yeah, it ain't. We ain't going nowhere, man. It's just, just keep crafting all the way. Up. Yes, it's keep crafting. Go good go. food, like I said, some good food. Just good laughs. Keep it light. Yep. Get some tea going. <laughs> yeah. Good music, reefer and people. Yeah, man. I mean, what else are we gonna do? We ain't got nothing else. You know? We really don't. There. I'm in. I don't know where the world where we're headed. I don't right. know if we're in a hurry for something. I don't know. As I know, as I'm doing this. I know. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors at Emerald Triangle CBD. Yes, sir. Um, this is the Sour Space Candy. Do those packages. I really dig that. It's pretty what, sweet, What right? was the inspiration on that? It's I'll all very uh, lush up there. Like there's a lot of agriculture, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 It's technically the best soil, you know, geographically speaking, with the sun ratio, the climate is a big deal when right. it comes to growing herb. So some of the best herb in the world is it's kind of known yeah 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 you know and that's and, where that's yeah northern california oh, and, and southern oregon where where i'm from you know this is straight out of southern oregon so shout out to our friends at emerald triangle cbd for hooking us up with some of the best product i swear this is this is the best product that i've that i've it's, smoked man i mean it's laid out nice too i mean it's it's uh it's yeah it's yeah. very ro royal looking I know you don't smoke anymore, but if we were, man, if if uh, <laughs> if I ever get if I ever get a joint in your hand, it's going to be one of these CBD all right, sticks. All right. Yeah, you you might you might make me do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, thanks for coming on the yeah, show, man, brother. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, always, Brand.
Um, anything you want to tell people? I want to just know like if there was uh, some advice that you could give to some producers that are just now starting or maybe they got a late start on it, but they're you know, trying to get their uh, their work out there. Yeah, man. When everyone's out partying, stay home and work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah put <laughs> the much. time in because it ain't going to move unless you do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's 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 a lot of work. There's a, It's a deep study, you know, and enjoy it. Just, you know, I think most people do that if they're, they're cracking at it. But, you know, um, I just feel like in engineering as well, like the sonic chase is really just as important, you know. Right. I feel like um, they're the like we were talking earlier about analog, and I'll keep it short. But you know, um, the the way people sonically hear music and feel music, get that study in because it will help your productions. Word. You know, connect to the people. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's good advice. Yeah, man, something like that. Yeah, Sean Baraman. We find him at baramand.music. Dot music, yeah. On, on I'm Instagram. Kinda, I'm kind of I'm kind of mute on there, but I, I'm on there. I, I I keep in I keep in touch. Go tap and, in with him if you're interested in uh, studio production. He's got one of the coolest studios thanks, that I've brother. been to. Sunset Dig. Sunset Dig. Casa Casa. That's right. Well, thank you guys for watching another episode of Rip City Basement, bridging the gap between hip hop fanatics demand to hear technique and Portland's electronic obsession. Once again, my name is Bren Boy. Go check out our song, Blueberry Pancakes. Yeah. It's streaming everywhere it's like air, team, baby. Go stream it on your favorite platform and tell me what your favorite line is. Yeah. All right, guys, Rip City Basement, we out. Rip City, rip, rip, rip City. Rip City, rip, rip, rip City. Yo, how many mics do we rip on the daily? Some say many, some say many, many, many. Rip City, rip, rip, rip City. Rip City, rip, rip, rip City. Yo, how many likes do we rip on the daily? Some say many, some say many, many, many.